Hello, and welcome to Journey With Us, a podcast of Journey Baptist Church. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Into His Word, a podcast series by Journey Baptist Church, where we go through portions of Scripture doing the HEAR Journal, that is an acronym for Highlight, explain, apply, and respond all to the text. This week we will be continuing our study in Hebrews chapter 6 verses 9 through 20. If you will, go ahead and pause this episode, read over those verses, and highlight key words, expressions, or phrases that stick out to you. The first thing that stuck out to me in this text is the beginning of verse 9 that says, even though we are speaking this way, the reason that stuck out is because it lets me know that the author is speaking according to the context in which he just wrote, which you can find in our previous episode. Even though we are speaking this way, dearly loved friends, in this case we are confident of things that are better and that pertain to salvation. That whole verse jumped out at me because our previous episode and the immediate context of Hebrews, the author was writing about the sin of apostasy or falling away from Christ in which there is no return, according to the author. And yet, even though we're speaking in this harsh way, we are confident of things that are better and that pertain to salvation. So that is my first highlight is simply verse 9, the first verse of our journal today. Further, I highlighted the words assurance, faith, and perseverance. Assurance in verse 11, faith and perseverance in verse 12. For me, those words go along with this idea of things that pertain to salvation. When we're saved, we want assurance. We want to know we're saved. We want to know how we're saved. We want to know that we will be saved. Faith is the means by which we're saved. And perseverance is from the time I believe in Christ to the time I go to be with Christ. I need to persevere in that faith, and I need to hold on to that assurance. Moving on to the next section, verses 13 through 20. The thing that's the word that stuck out to me was for when God made a promise to Abraham. The reason is because that preposition for introduces a new topic, again related to the previous context. And in this case, it's about the promise that God made to Abraham. If you'll notice, though, in other texts where Abraham is referenced, say Romans 4 or James 2, A lot of the focus is on the person of Abraham, on what he did. But in these verses, the focus is on God. Because God wanted to show his unchangeable nature, it is impossible for God to lie. And so Abraham, the individual, sticks out to me, but I can already see in my highlights that God is the main character of this explanation. And so finally, the last thing I highlighted was in verse 20, Jesus and high priest. The reason those words stuck out to me is, one, we're talking about God and his promises, and so I recognize that Jesus is the means of God's promises that we've been talking about, and two, the word high priest, because that has been the theme of the letter of Hebrews, is that Jesus is our high priest of the order Melchizedek. With that, let's go ahead and move into our explanation. So, when we're talking about things that pertain to salvation, the author is presuming that we already know what those things are, and from the letter of Hebrews, we've seen that Christ suffered once for all men, that he died and took our place on the cross for all men, so that we who believe in him will have rest, will have eternal life with him. 
And so these things that pertain to salvation, as I explained in my highlights, we need to hold on to with assurance, with faith, and with perseverance. But how do we do that? This is where our explanation kind of rubber meets the road. We do that through looking to God and his example with Abraham. God's example with Abraham was that he promised, I will indeed bless you and I will greatly multiply you, verse 14. And even though Abraham waited decades, he waited patiently and eventually obtained the promise. And the reason for this is not because Abraham earned it, but because God is faithful. Verse 17, God wanted to show his unchangeable purpose even more clearly to the heirs of the promise. He in, He guaranteed it with an oath, so that through two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled for refuge might have strong encouragement to seize the hope before us. So in God's example with Abraham, he made a promise. He cannot lie. And so now we who have believed in Jesus have this steadfast hope, this anchor for the soul. It enters behind the inner curtains and the sanctuary. Verse 19. The author is giving us the reason for our faith, for our assurance, for our perseverance from verses 9 through 12. Now in verses 13 through 20, explaining who the God is that has made these good promises for salvation, why we can trust him. And so those who have trusted in Jesus should know that the same God who was faithful to Abraham is faithful to us, that we can trust in him, that we can have things pertaining to salvation. With that explanation, let's get into our application. There's quite a bit. I'm just going to move through from top to bottom of these verses and say what I saw. That doesn't mean there isn't more, but the application that stuck out to me, first off, verse 9, we need to trust in Jesus, right? Even though we're speaking this way, this way of the earlier context that people reject and fall away from Christ, you, dearly loved friends, in your case, we are confident of things that are better and that pertain to salvation. Again, the author is presuming that we've already trusted in Christ. So we can't move on from this passage unless we have done that. Our second application, serve the saints. Look at verse 10. God will not forget your work and love you demonstrated for his name by serving the saints and by continuing to serve them. What the author of Hebrews is doing is giving another layer to their assurance. Not only have they trusted in God, not only is God unchanging in his purpose and unwavering in his promise, but these believers or us are producing good fruit that matches our confession of faith. If we say we're a believer, but we don't spend any time with the body of Christ, we don't love our our brothers and sisters, if we're not producing good fruit then we shouldn't be sure of our salvation. It's not that our fruit earns our salvation, but it is a sign of our salvation. Good trees produce good fruit. And so verse 10, the example he gives is serving the saints. That's our that's an application for us, that we can always grow in serving the saints, the body of Christ. Further, serving the saints is just an avenue to really serving God. And so verse 12, don't become lazy 
in your service to God, in your servants of the saints. Don't become lazy. Don't become idle, but rather imitate those around you. Be imitators of those who inherit the promises through faith and perseverance. So if you're at a place where you say, you know, I go to church, but I don't know how I could be more involved, who I could serve, what I can do. Look to your brothers and sisters. Look to those older in the faith. Look to your pastors or teachers or leaders and say, what are they doing? How can I imitate them? And if you really, if you can't look around you, look at what Abraham did. Look at how Abraham was faithful to God when he offered Isaac, his son, on the altar, when he followed God all the way from the land of Ur to Canaan. Look at how Abraham trusted God and was not lazy in his service. Before we move on to the second half for application, there's one last word I want to highlight, which is perseverance. We need to persevere in our good works and our love, coming from verse 10. When we've been a Christian for a while, we can get idle. We can get lazy. This goes hand in hand with that application. And so we need to not just sit back and watch, but we need to persevere, not only in our faith, but in our service, in our good works. Moving on, these last two applications are pretty simple, but very important. We need to look to God for our assurance. Verse 17 and 18 are fantastic verses to understand the character of God and why we can trust him. He is unchanging in his purpose. He has promised us salvation, and it is impossible for him to lie. And so we need to look for him for our assurance. That is an application. When we're doubting our salvation, when we're struggling, how can I trust these things to be true? Look at the character of God and his testimony from Scripture that he has been faithful to his word time and time again. And with that, this goes right along with it. Verse 19 and 20, know what Jesus has done for you. We're not just trusting God arbitrarily. We're trusting God because he offered up his son on the cross to pay the price for our sins and rose from the dead so that we can have eternal life. He is our forerunner, it says, because he has become a high priest forever. He has entered the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. That is the holy of holies in the temple. He has gone there and made atonement for our sins. And so we have this hope as an anchor for the soul. If you are anchored to Christ, you are immovable. You have that assurance. You are looking to God for your salvation. You are trusting in Jesus, and it will produce good fruits in you to serve him and to serve the body of Christ. With this, let's go ahead and respond in prayer. Heavenly Father, God, thank you for the book of Hebrews. Thank you for what we learned today from the second half of chapter 6, that even though there is this warning of apostasy, even though there is this warning that if we have fallen away, we are cut off from your promises, we, Lord, are attached to you. You are the vine and we are the branches, and through your life and your nourishment, we produce good fruit that, God, you have promised for us who trust in Christ things that are better, things that pertain to salvation, not damnation. And God, that we can look to you for assurance, that we can trust that Jesus has paid the price, and that we can walk this life with perseverance, imitating the godliness that we see in Scripture and, and those around us. God, I pray that all of us who participate in this podcast would be blessed by your word and by studying together for your glory and in Jesus' name, amen. 
Thank you again for joining us for this episode of Into His Word. We will continue in Hebrews chapter 7 next.